drinking champagne, feeling no pain till early morning. Happy New Year and welcome to the Best Friends Fancast, an Allison Rosen fan podcast. I am your host, Lisa Lowry. And I am your host, Rafael Marquez Castaneda, aka PA Poppy. Hell yeah. So we're doing things a little differently this time. We're recording remotely, and you have a special guest to introduce to the show. Yes. Welcome back to the show live and in person, Lauren Kelly. Hi. I'm just glad you guys could both uh, meet up with me today. Thank you for having me. Anytime. <laughs> it's always good to see your lovely faces. Yours more than his, but I should. <laughs> okay. On this very special New Year's episode, we will talk about the Monday show, Daniel and Allison, Your Calls Plus Greg Keller, and the Thursday show, Dave Girls Train Podcast, Wendy's Garfield NFT. Happy New Year. But first, do you have any shout outs? Let's start with the lovely LK. Oh, thank you. Um, I forgot to write down some shout outs, uh, but let's say Leanne, Leanne Ward, um, Trice, Dr. Jen, uh, and uh, that's all I can think of right now. <laughs> oh, and Lee. Lee posted on Instagram a really cute video of um, some some wildlife eating some uh, bird seeds and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes, that very was very cute. cute. Yeah. Well, Rafi, what about you? Do you have any shout outs? Sure. Shout out to Leanne Ward. Shout out to Trice. Shout out to Megan and Jess, of course. Uh, Jess sent me a text inviting me over for New Year's, and oh, I was like, yeah. I'm a little occupied. Okay. Um, <laughs> and shout out to people who go out on New Year's and don't wear masks oh. and listen to live bands <laughs> and um, just are weird the weirdos just shout out to the weirdos out there <laughs> oh wait also shout out to bff uh former bff guest and uh pal um oh. delaney mm. at dj rhetoric on instagram her superhero book that she wrote is now available for pre-order on amazon whoa and i think just to support i should buy one and then give it away on BFF because I don't think that is my cup of tea, but I still want to support. That is such a good idea, but also she should be on Allison's show. I mean, yeah. Um, Lisa, hey. I thought you were going to say she should be back on our show. That's what I thought too. Well, yeah, but first on Allison's show, then on our show, and then we'll have like a whole recreation of, you know, you know, the stuff that we say we're going to do every, especially at New Year's, we're like, this is the year we're going to have this person on and this person on, and we're going to do this and that. And then we're like, coasting into the end of the year doing exactly the same thing every week (laughs) which is fun for me (laughs) anyway i think that's it lisa do you have any shout outs i do actually thanks for asking shout out to the tnc i thank god for you guys because i've been needing to get out and uh they've been right there for me taking me out and having some drinks a few too many sometimes but also just a lot of fun (laughs) shout out to east coast jen just for multitude Ooh. of reasons. <laughs> Hi, Jen. I, I shout her out too. 
and probably her husband's listening. So shout out to you, Patrick. Uh, shout out, sorry, P Daddy. Uh, shout out to Teal. I'd actually like to give Tamara Holler like a triple, quadruple, quintuple shout outs because she's always retweeting the show, liking the show, likes it on Facebook. She's just very generous with her uh, love for our show, which is nice. That sounded very self-congratulatory, but it wasn't. It's, <laughs> it's congratulating her for being such a fan. Anyway, shout out to Lee Bruns, Kelly Lundquist, Trice, Ray Morgan, Z Mary Jane, Ulysses, Whitney and Von Carmen's Olive, Superfan Megan. Shout out to Ken Reed, and he's just a cool guy. And he is for sure going to be on the show in the new year. That at least is going to be one of our resolutions. <laughs> Uh, maybe multiple times, maybe once a month. What, what do you say, Ken? Shout out to Dr. Angela. <laughs> Shout out to you, Lauren Kelly, just for being awesome. Shout out to awesome. Dr. Jen and Lil Rafi. Shout out to you. You have been taking a lot of the editing and doing it. And um, so I appreciate that. And in the new year, I will do more editing. How about that? Oh, yeah. I do have to call you out because I, you are in Pennsylvania. You've been there for a few days. And um, the dream team has been kind of quiet. I've not seen many pictures posted. I haven't seen, you know, <laughs> anything. I, I I was like, is he even there? Are they okay? Like, <laughs> just give me something. Throw me a scrap. Throw me a tree. A, a, a squirrel. I'll take it. Just knowing that you're there. <laughs> well, you took a squirrel video of me. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll send them, you know. Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> how was your new year? We'll talk more about resolutions when we talk about Thursday, but I'm asking, like, how was your new year? I mean, you got to spend it in Pennsylvania. That's kind of awesome. Well, like I mentioned, um, we went to an event where there was, like, live music and whatnot. And uh, I don't recall them checking for vaccine mm -hmm. cards. So you were one um, of the weirdos on New Year. We were, like, the only two <laughs> people wearing masks. I saw one other. I didn't see them. <laughs> and oh actually the keyboard player on stage was wearing a mask oh um oh, but yeah it was like a bunch of old people not old but like older we were definitely the young cool people and um after waiting for like 15 minutes for a drink at the bar we we're like yeah let's just leave oh 15 minutes that's like 14 minutes too long to wait for a drink <laughs> yeah i know right <laughs> Yeah, I texted him from the table. I was like, did did you order yet? And he's like, no. And I was like, you want to leave? He's like, yeah. I love and that. We... See, great minds. Just great minds think alike right there. <laughs> so what did you end up doing? So you go back and then did you stay up till midnight or did you make it? Yeah, we were just drinking beer and playing games and stuff. Playing cards. Oh, yep. That's cool. That's cool. Those Getting are the best kinds of beer. What? Yeah, I, do you have any traditions that you do on New Year's? Shoot like, my gun in the air. Do you have anything like, do you do the black eyed peas? Do you do the 12 grapes? Do you do, is there any kind of like food that you eat or any other traditions? No, my parents always did the um, corned beef and cabbage on New Year's Day. Okay. Um, but I don't do that. Um, oh, no? <laughs> <laughs> How that would it be just to have the cabbage? Like, it's already cabbage, but like, we're celebrating with cabbage it's like oh <laughs> yeah when when erica lived in pa and especially like when we were younger we would like do the count like watch the countdown on tv and then go outside and bang pots and pans and uh -huh. yell happy new year uh 
Rafi and I did go outside because we heard fireworks. And so we watched a couple of fireworks and then people, there were some neighbors outside like yelling happy new year. So I yelled it back to them. Um, Yeah, nothing's like, I don't, I don't have any crazy traditions though. Do you? We just, we don't have any of like the normal traditions that people have, but just what we have for dinner is what we do as our tradition is just buying a bunch of appetizers and just, you know, all Trader Joe's is the best for this because they have so many cool, like fun things to eat. So I just got like a whole cart full of food and of course some booze because I got to have my champagne. But yeah, that's, and then we usually play games and like watch movies or whatever. This, this year we didn't watch movies. We watched Dance Moms because we're just really into that show right now. So we watched so many more episodes than we normally do. And that was cool. And then we were going to watch Gilmore Girls, but I think the kids just got kind of busy doing their own thing. And then I play records and drink champagne by myself. And then at New Year, at New Year, at New Year's, we went outside and did the countdown. I always get like the noisemakers and we usually get poppers, but they didn't have them in any store, but they had like one giant one. Ooh. So it, uh, the one I gave Johnny, he like blasted it off and it like just was like a total quitter. It just kind of like fell out the side, like the, the confetti. So then I gave him the other one and that one worked. So that was cool. And then we usually some of the other neighbors come out because I live in a cul-de-sac. So everyone's usually on their porch. And we just kind of do like a wave and, you know, do a noisemaker we went outside nobody was out there just us so then I went in the middle of the street and we were just like <laughs> making noise and just being obnoxious but yeah it was so it was fun to celebrate with them it was the first year that was just me and the kids so it was weird but like super cool like it sucks that I didn't get a kiss on New Year's like that would have been cool because at least I usually have that but it's just like speak of the devil you said that you would like to see pictures or texts or something. And then all of a sudden, Jennifer decides to send a message, literally oh. saying the same thing. No, and, and you guys are, you're picking on Rafi, but I think it's my fault too. I think I'm, I'm that friend that you're, you're hanging out with your boyfriend, not talking to your friends. Disappeared. <laughs> 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 At least that means they're having a good time. That's what I have to think is I can't take it personally, even though I did. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just happy that you guys are, you know, this is a very cool thing that you guys had this for New Year. I think it's a good way to start off 2022. I almost said 2020. <laughs> I'm the past, man. Anyway, do we have any BFF hotline calls? No, we do not. But if you want to call or text, the number, as always, 818-BFF-0732. Or check on East Coast Gen. Yeah. <laughs> if we don't get weekly sh- um, columns from, at least from East Coast Gen at this point, I'm kind of like, what in the hell? But I know she had finals and a bunch of shit that she was doing with school. So because she was finally, I talked her into watching Gilmore Girls and she said, well, it took years. And then she finally said, okay, when I'm done with my finals, I'm going to start watching Gilmore Girls. And they, she's went through, I think she's on the second season already in just like a couple of days. But she keeps, I said, well, I'll watch it with you while you're watching it. But I realized I don't have to because I know it backwards and forwards. So she'll just send me like one little, like just a name of a character. I'm like, oh, just wait. And I like just go into like, <laughs> so we have like back and forth about Gilmore Girls for the past few days. And I'm like, maybe I steered you wrong here. But as much as I hate every character almost, I still keep coming back for more. And maybe this is something about me, but anyway. <laughs> it's, it's a like, homey show. It, just it is a homey, comfortable, comfortable show. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. I was telling Johnny, I'm like, yeah, 
Jen, so far, Jen hates everybody. I said, you'll probably hate everybody, but I love Jess and I love Emily. Those are my two favorite characters. But oh, I love hate, Emily. You'll hate them at the beginning, but you end up loving them. And I and Johnny's like, yeah, it's just a, a homey, comfortable show. He said the exact same thing. Like, yeah. yeah. You just want to go back to Stars Hollow and just be like, these entitled assholes. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, call in, Jen. Both Jens. All Jens. Call in. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Should we talk about Monday? Yeah. All right. So Monday was a call-in show with Daniel and Allison. And they started talking about iTunes comments. And Allison was saying, I think the gist of it was she was saying to send in, well, obviously to send in positive ones. But she was saying that there's one person that keeps sending in negative ones. And I'm like, is that even possible? Do you think it's the same person sending in multiple negatives? So I think you can like update. True. And maybe I have done that. So maybe that's what maybe that's what he's doing. Every week he just updates it and he's like, oh, this week I hated it because of this. Oh, oh just sad, sad. Like, first of all, like what she was saying, if you want to send in these negative ones, I'll still read them because obviously you're still listening and you want to hear your name on the show, but at least change it to a five star because it helps the show. Mm-hmm. But what kind of a I, I never it never dawned on me but that it might just be the same person sending in a negative one over and over again. <laughs> well, like sometimes I'll read a Yelp review. And they'll be like, I gave them four stars, but it's really more like a 3.75 or whatever, but right. you know, it's not an option. So maybe he could write five five stars. And then in the review, he could be like, actually, it's one star. <laughs> I wish I could give zero stars. Mm, right. But yeah. Just give the five. Costs you nothing. Yeah, really. Speaking of that, have either of you sent in a review or a comment, iTunes comment of the week or iTunes comment? No. I just did the one review one time. Yeah, I did it once and then I up I like updated it to a one star. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I the, just did the, an upworthy one though, because she oh, asked. Oh yeah, she sent that text and I was like, okay, I need to do that. And then I forgot. But for her show and for Jenna's show, I think I've only done it for like two shows, but just those two. But I did update it because at first it was with the original Thursday gang and then I up- updated it when I think it was when it was the legacy era, but I think I've only done an iTunes review for JMO Patrol. Really? And maybe for Jenna. Five stars, so maybe for Jenna's show. I don't remember, but I haven't done one for Allison wow. because I wanted originally I wanted to like do a good review, like so she would read it on mm-hmm. her show. But then it's been so long and now it's like I could just do five stars and write good shit or something. <laughs> That'd be a good one, yeah. Just word. That's it. Or word up. I mean, that's all that matters is the five stars. That's true. Because you don't want your name read. You're a private guy. Well, I don't care if she reads my name, but I don't think she would unless I wrote like a funny review. Sure. Remember how it used to be like, I love Jenna because she reminds me of my whatever and then i love al how he originally didn't want to be on and he was very yeah yeah and it's like oh and i love greg he's so funny i didn't like him at first i love his cat (laughs) he really grows on you yeah and they would like go through and talk about every person on the show but so you need to do that and just talk about everybody who's been on the revolving thursday well you know what my, everybody, my everybody, just the revolving door of people and just be like the longest iTunes comment ever. <laughs> oh. Uh-oh. Hmm. Sorry, I was yawning. 
Um, one of my new favorite podcasts is this motorcycle podcast. And on that show, Speaking of Yanni. They, pick, <laughs> they pick two, shut your mouth, Elizabeth. <laughs> they pick two uh, iTunes reviews and they give them t-shirts every week. Oh, that's or nice. Every, every time they do a show, which I think is every other week. But if she's like, hey, write a five-star review. And if I read it on the show, I'll send you a fucking sticker a whatever anything great idea she's also some merch please she needs to up the ante on merch and doing that kind of stuff reconnecting i think this i think it's like since june since she hasn't done the live stream previously to the one she just did i feel like in those six months or however long it was it's just gone like like she's more less and less engaged with the her fans and the community you know what i mean like no merch no she could have really been doing so much with this quarantine time to be like i'm gonna learn how to ship stuff out and like keep people talking about my show just you know it's easy for me to say but but she also started a whole other podcast or is doing a whole other podcast. like so you got time you got time to do mm-hmm. stuff but allison be on our show i mean she did agree <laughs> a few times until i was like so should we come to you or what are we doing <laughs> and then uh crickets anyway mm-hmm. I'll push for it more. Like I said, in the new year, that's what we'll do. We always say it, but this is t- this is going to be the year. Just like the zombie song. This will be our year. Okay. <laughs> so there were a few calls. Uh, Tim from Illinois. Uh, he was really shooting for the stars this New Year's where uh, he was resolving to use the hood on his hoodie. So, you know, that's cool. <laughs> you, oh, you're wearing a hoodie, Rafi. You, all, of us, all three of us are wearing one right now. Do I do you use your hood? I do. If it's raining, if it's raining I'll use it. Or, or if I'm really cold, it. I'll be like, okay. Uh, this morning I didn't though. Maybe it's because I had a ponytail, so I didn't want to like. It doesn't look bad. <laughs> I was, you know, usually. Should we take this as our picture? <laughs> I don't think that's a good one, but yeah. We'll try. These little soups cute. We'll try it again. How do you do the picture? I, I used to know how to do it. Oh, maybe there's just a screenshot button on here. Is there? Oh, yeah, I thought there was a screen. Oh, that's um, whatever. Is this? Oh, no, that's flip the camera. Okay, I'll do yeah. it again. It's probably fine. <laughs> it's probably fine. But Allison started talking about being a little too comfortable. Actually, I think Daniel was also saying, yeah, you're just like exceptionally overly comfortable when you're at, at your, your own house. And I feel like I struggle with being that way, even though I'm currently still in my PJs. I just threw a hoodie on. I was lazy today, but usually, like, I always wear a bra in the house. Like, I'm always, like, dressed and ready to go. Like, I'm never, it used to take a long time for me to finally put on, like, PJ pants and, like, relax, but I would have to have, like, the whole day had to be done first before. It was like, I could, I don't know, I can't do anything productive if I'm not dressed. So, I don't know if you guys are like that. I know Allison, she's not productive, but I'm just kidding. <laughs> Like, I know if I wake up and I don't put a bra on, which I always do, it's not today, <laughs> I don't feel like I can do anything. I'm like, it just makes me in a lazy mood. Mm-hmm. I just can't wake up. I feel bad for Daniel in this respect, but then also she should be able to be comfortable in her own house. So I don't know. I don't know. What, what was he saying was too comfortable about her? Just the, like the way she's dressing? Yes. I think just the way she dresses, like completely like a slob. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he said that before about like when she was pregnant. I think the sweatpants that she was wearing all yes. the time or something. Oh, and the 
PJs that she wears that have like line puns on them I'm like this and there were, there were nightgowns that she bought when she was pregnant so it's like you know what what were the stupid I don't even know I can't even think of a stupid pun right now that's you know I need to turn my phone over my god man <laughs> I just feel like drinking 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 you guys wanted updates you're getting them now but I, I think that Daniel should maybe buy her a present of like mm. some nice loungewear because there's like comfy stuff that that looks a little nicer, you know, and True. then that would probably make her feel better because then she can still be comfy and True. like instead of wearing my PJ pants, I'll wear leggings around the house now because oh, okay. I feel less like a slob for some yes. reason. No, you're and right. Like when you wear PJ pants, the bagginess, you just feel mm-hmm. like dragged down. Like, okay, I'm just lounging around, like sloshing yeah. around the house. But yeah, I think you're right. Like having, so, I don't know. Also, she bought these nightgowns when she was pregnant. So that says one thing. Like, it's been a long time since I've been pregnant. There was a long time after that. I just felt like absolute garbage. I'm like, why do I even need mm-hmm. to? But like, she needs to update. First of all, the wine puns. Like, you don't even drink wine. But I think you're right. I think having like an upgrade in the loungewear might be helpful. She should get like sleepover by Esther or something. Oh yeah. Little Esther has a good uh, yeah. loungewear That's line. Cool. A little too expensive for me, but Allison could do it. I don't, sure. <laughs> I don't think um, that's Allison's style. But she has some that are black that are like the reverse tie dye, I think that are like, yeah. the, well, that's probably um, not her style. I, I do think it's funny. She's mentioned the wine slogans before, but I think it's so funny. Why did she pick those? I, I figure they must have been on sale or something. I was thinking just like the girthiness of them, maybe. They, she, she couldn't find any other big nightgown dresses that were square shaped. <laughs> I don't know. But like, where are you finding these? In like Walmart? Like, that's what I'm picturing because people that are yeah. pregnant, it's not pregnancy wear because it's wine. So it's just for larger ladies. Oh, true. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. She needs to retire those things, or he needs to burn them, and like they just went missing because <laughs> that. I mean, at least, yeah. I don't know. But he said, "Well, the only way I can see you looking good again, he's like, I at least have pictures of you, so he can just look at pictures of her looking nice." <laughs> oh God, I think she's still in that gray area. Like I remember feeling that way, where it's just like I don't. I feel horrible about myself so it's just not gonna not gonna fly mm-hmm. but also if someone got me hey why don't you wear this I might be like why <laughs> what's going <laughs> on I guess they're pretty open about it he she knows that he doesn't want you know like the way she dresses around my house <laughs> there's a happy medium there I'm sure but so the next call was the one and only Greg Heller and he was talking about his resolutions being short-lived which I feel like most people have that where mid-January all of a sudden you're like oh shit I guess I'm not doing that this year or whatever but um the for the first time uh, like two years ago I finally started like living my resolutions which is cool but I try not to make it so like you have to finish it at this time or like I just want every day yes or just like give yourself time to be that way and like solely I'll just be who you are and it's taken a couple of years to like get to be to finish some of my resolutions for like two years ago but like I'm always working towards it and not feeling like well it's the end of the year and I didn't accomplish it exactly where I wanted to it's just like just be a little more free with it you know Mm -hmm. 
And then Jess called in. That was so nice. Uh, super fan Megan's fiance. And it was more of a, you know, this plea to find Feeney. And I, the same as Allison, every single night, I have that feeling of like, where is he? Like, how is he doing? Like, how is he keeping warm? Like all of those thoughts go through my head. And my Me heart too. so much. So we need to find yeah, Feeney. Really, especially I'm when it was raining. Mr. Feeney. Like she said, if you're listening to this right now, your moms need you back home. Yeah. And I've met him. I've had him asleep on my lap Aww. on the couch, and yep. like he's a sweet little guy. So I hope I hope he comes home soon. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, and Allison continues to repost everything they do, and she really does. She's been very good about doing that. And I every time I go in to try and do it, for some reason I can't. I, maybe she's just doing a screenshot. But Allison's reach is much more than me and it's going to be the same exact people. So it's like, mm -hmm. just so you guys know, I'm still pulling for you and I'm still, you know, hoping for your dog to come home because it's fucking sad. Yeah. Tammy called in and she was worried about long COVID, I guess, worrying about mm -hmm. getting COVID, not as much worried about getting it, but the, with the long-term effects of it. And I'm just hoping that all these people that got COVID that didn't get vaccinated do have some pretty horrible long-term effects. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I mean, that is the ultimate long-term effect of COVID, but you know. Yeah. Um, I hope not, but I that is something I never really thought about, but knock on wood, I haven't gotten it yet. Ruffy. <laughs> that you know of. True. That is true. I mean, I'm vaccinated, so maybe I'm just like carrying it and giving it, not even knowing. I do wear my mask everywhere that I'm inside until, but the problem is either I'm going inside to eat. So yeah, I mean, the whole thing, you just, I mean, it, it just negates everything. It's just a weird, wear it into the restaurant and then take it off. It's just, it's just a dumb thing, but what are they going to do? Shut down restaurants? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, boy. All right. So then Greg calls back and this time he leaned into, or was it they called him? Either way. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So he brought up avocados, which I know he's been trying to shake the four avocados uh, thing from his like <laughs> whole like aura, but he just brought it right back in talking yeah. about avocados. I'm like, really? Okay. Now, you just understand that if you're going to keep this going, it's going to keep on going. You just gave it new life. <laughs> Maybe it stopped and then he realized he missed it. Maybe. <laughs> but even like the last time he was on, I think she's like, you don't like the whole avocado. He's like, no, I hate it or whatever. I don't know what he said, but I was like, well, you might, might not want to, but you're right. Maybe he just forgot or he felt like it was, he was forgotten and he wants yeah. to come back. Well, okay. So they were talking about bananas and bananas being able to go in the fridge, which I did not know about this. I know they do turn black and they look disgusting, but like, apparently you can put them in the fridge which I, I don't really care about bananas that much anyway. I would just throw them in the freezer and use them. But you can do that with avocados too. And I'm surprised he doesn't know this because this is something I just learned in the past, like maybe two years. Because all, especially our tree right now is full of avocados and it's, they're all going to be ripe at the same time. So I'm going to need, but if you put them in the fridge, they just stay perfectly green and perfectly at like the ripe stage just forever. For months, I've left them in there and they're fine. So I- Yeah, I always keep mine in the fridge. Yeah. So the four avocados thing, first of all, I usually always need four avocados, so it's perfect for me. But you can buy them separately at Trader Joe's. You don't have to buy the bag of four. <laughs> you think he's buying... Wait, does he buy his avocados at Trader Joe's? 
Probably not, but that's where the four avocados came from. Oh. Because it's a bag of like... four avocados. And he's like, so now I'm have four avocados are all ripe at the same time. Mm. Okay. Yeah, they sell them separately, but I'll always buy the bag of avocados and I always like hear his voice in my head when I buy them. But <laughs> for the most part, I usually need like three, but if you're making guac, you need like all of them. <laughs> always yeah. four avocado. Always. I know Rafi hates them, but I don't, I don't hate them. Just different. They're, they're fine. Mm. Oh, well, that's most things in your life. Yeah. Uh, he also mentioned that he thinks baking is baking is stupid. And I was like, I've never heard anyone articulate exactly how I feel about baking like that. But I fuck. I think you know why? Too. I don't like baked goods. I think this is why. Because, because baking is science and cooking is art, and he's more of an oh, artist. that's a great like, point. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to follow like a rigid recipe. Like that's if you fuck something up with baking, it's like you fucked it up. Yeah. It's right. written right. here exactly what to do. But with cooking, it's like he can be more free spirited, like he likes to be. So that's why I think I'm the same way in that respect. Like baking is like color by number, where like. Yes cooking is just like splattering paint like pouring paint all over your body and spinning around and making a canvas out of it like you know what i mean (laughs) and mom's like yep it's exactly like that (laughs) but also i don't care about baked food that much like i don't really like sweets and whenever i bake i'm like now who's gonna now how to not to eat this Uh, and now I just have baked goods sitting around the house. And like the kids will eat some of it, but I just feel like I'll just give it to the neighbors. But like cooking, like so many times I'll make a recipe and I'll print it out and I'm like, of course I don't go exact. I add this, I bet. Or I'll mix like three recipes together. And then it turns out amazing. And then like my husband would be like, oh, we should have that again. I'm like, shit, I didn't write down how I changed it. Like I just <laughs> the wind on these things and hopefully it'll just work, you know, work out the second time. But I've started making little notes on the recipe. Like, don't forget, you didn't like this, add that, put this, and you mix it with this recipe, plus like half of this other one. <laughs> good point. Good and point. you're a great cook. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> Rafi, any words on that? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm still waiting on my uh, mushroom and steak dinner. Okay, I guess you just have to be in town for that. <laughs> it would have happened the week that uh, Lauren was here, but I'm not going to make steak for Lauren, so. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> anyway, okay. I, that's, do you have anything else for Monday before we move on? Are you going to tell us your resolution? I was going to say that on Thursday. Oh, all right. Is that cool? Sure. Okay. All right. Let's do uh, Unworthy with LK and Dr. J. This is LK and Dr. J. Cool. Yeah, we'll stay and hang around with you. With Dr. J and LK. Hello, and welcome to Unworthy with Dr. J and LK. Um, Dr. J couldn't be here today. She's a very busy lady, uh, so it's just going to be me. And I just chose two topics from this episode. Um, and this was the other half of the year-end countdown of the, of the top stories. So, um, of course, I was interested in the uh, dog story. So there is this occupational therapist named Taylor Huerta, 
who adopted a greyhound named Millie in 2018. Um, And she has a bachelor's in psychology and a doctoral in occupational therapy. And she said when she realized that Millie was anxious, she put on her psychologist hat and decided to learn all she could about dog psychology. Um, And some of the things that she said is that um, when a dog leans on you, that is a hug. So that's really sweet. And Todd pointed out, you know, he just noticed that dogs don't have arms. So, but I, I kind of disagree. I think their their uh, front legs are are their arms. But anyway, so a, a lean is a hug. Um, and a crotch sniff is a health check. Apparently, they can um, gather a lot of data from a crotch sniff to see how you are doing. So if they do that, they're checking on you. Um, and Allison was a little bit sad saying that Wendy has never done this to her, and so maybe she just doesn't care. Um, But we know that's not true. Wendy is a sweetheart. Um, And a head tilt is when the dog is analyzing your tone of voice and looking at you and reading your body language. Um, Oh, and then the the other story that I I was going to mention was uh, the number one story, which was this video that went viral of a woman... Um, confronting a harasser at a gym. She said this man had been harassing her for months. And um, I guess she would, so she recorded herself this time. She was lifting weights. Uh, She had earbuds in and tried just ignoring him, but he kept trying to talk to her. Um, And then finally she said, don't come near me, like really uh, with a lot of authority. And uh, they said after she said that, the man just kind of crumbled and like, um, like shriveled up and kind of backed away. And it was like really obvious that, you know, he knew he was being a creep because Todd pointed out, like, if he had been accused of it and, and, you know, he, he wasn't, didn't have bad intentions, he maybe would look confused or, you know, say something back to her, but he just, it was like, nope, that's what he was doing. And he's caught and it was handled and good job to, uh, the, the woman who did that. Cause I, I said, uh, I was listening with my boyfriend and I said, I was like, if that happened to me, if I was being harassed for months by some dude at the gym, I would have probably just stopped going to the gym. Um, But what an inspirational woman. And I hope that I would have the nerve to do that if I needed to. (laughs) Um, So that's all I wanted to talk about for today. I hope everyone is doing great. Happy New Year. Uh, And that's unworthy. Bye. Great to hear your guys' voices. Uh, it's kind of cool to hear you in real life, almost, <laughs> Lauren, but also in the recording. So, Thank a, you. A double dose. What if um, we record Unworthy and I just pretend to be Dr. J and say all the inappropriate, just obscene things that she would normally say? <laughs> it's like, yes. It's like she's here, you know? I would love that. There's I would no love difference. nothing more. All right. Before we talk about Thursday, I would like to mention the BFF group recording at my house. Whole weekend, come flop at my house. February 25th through 27th. Hope, hope to see everybody here that we usually see. You're still going to be here, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll post it. I'll post that on on Instagram and Facebook to start getting the ball rolling. Because I know not everybody listens to the show, or maybe they'll catch Wants up. Wants to come to your house two months later. <laughs>
excuse you, I have people chomping at the bit Everybody to get these doors. Robbie's eyebrow. All right, let's talk about thirst. <laughs> we were her little painkillers sent in by motherfucking me on Patreon. I have lost count on how many carbs that I've had read, but I at some point <laughs> will probably try and you know do some sort of tally because I am officially the bag lady. <laughs> nice. Bag um, lady of carbs. So painkillers. Allison said she thinks it might be a questionable carb because it's a cocktail. Now, what I want to know is does liquid or alcohol content negate the carbism of it? Well. How many carbs are in a painkiller? Like, does it have a fruit garnish? Yeah, of course. It's like a coconut milk cream, whatever, coconut milk based. Oh, well, I don't think, well, as you know, Lisa, she doesn't drink. So she probably doesn't know what's in a painkiller. Would you like to enlighten us? I would love to. It is a tiki drink, which if you, if you know anything about tiki drinks, they're pure sugar. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. It is two ounces of rum, four ounces of pineapple juice, one ounce of orange juice, one ounce of cream of coconut, garnished with nut nutmeg, but then also like a cherry and a pineapple wedge. Yeah, there's plenty of carbs in mm-hmm. there. I mean, is it a good carb? Probably not. That's also what I wanted to ask you, because I'm sure there was some eye rolling going on, but the only reason why she, she even- It's New Year's it. though. I think that that's is true. appropriate. That is true. It's appropriate. I just recently had paint, a painkiller for the first time and it was delicious. Mm. So I posted it, but I didn't realize she would have a connection. Apparently, uh, what's her show that she watches? Below Deck. Apparently, oh, yeah. there have been a lot of painkillers on that show. Oh. That's why she connected with it. And I thought, well, that was a happy accident for me. I, yeah. I would assume they were talking about a regular painkiller. Or maybe you know, those, those <laughs> fucking maniacs are on all sorts yeah. of benzos, probably. Probably. They probably swallowed painkillers and washed it down with a painkiller. Just double Ooh, it up. Yeah. Like full-on super fan Megan style. Oh boy. <laughs> hey, pills and wine, right? I found yeah, an errant Vicodin the other day, just and I think it's expired, but I couldn't. I couldn't hide the excitement on my face when I found it. I'm like, I cannot wait to have a vacation. When is this going to happen? Um, I was also given mushrooms a couple of times that I, so it's in my, my undies drawer, but saving it for a fun night. Ooh. Like being gifted mushrooms. Like who? That doesn't happen. That's a nice gift. Two separate people were like, oh, you want these? I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Sound pretty groovy to me. Right. <laughs> I just think it's funny that someone's like, I have illicit drugs. I'm not going to take them. Fucking let's give them to this lady. She'll take (laughs) it. You're the, you're like Mikey from the life commercial. Ah, I am. (laughs) People will take it. Even though I'm so not a drug person. I do have a lot of people, you know, my neighbor would always like drive by me like, I've got something for you. So I just like started having like nugs of weed just building up in my freezer. I'm like, I don't really do drugs or smoke pot or anything. So, but the mushrooms. Your kids in like a year or two, (laughs) your kids are going to love this. (laughs) Mom's got this sick stash in the garage, man. (laughs) All of a sudden, all the friends want to spend the night over here. I'm like, that's so nice. (laughs) It must be because of all the snacks and board games we play. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
That's all the baking you do. That's all the baking I do. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Tony talked about his excitement of touring and everything. And, of course, since they recorded that scene that he's posted, a lot of his shows have been canceled. And I feel very sad for him. And I don't... Do you know how many of his shows are being... Is it like his whole tour being canceled or is it just like specific cities are starting to fall off? I thought it was just two days worth at first. Okay. But that's, I think that's all I saw too. Them saying that they were heartbroken made me worry that... I don't know. I mean, I get I get it that they're, they're bummed to cancel some shows, but I hope that... I don't know. I hope their whole thing isn't canceled or anything because he was so I'm excited. I'm so and then, worried about that. Although, okay, there's a lot of things that are being canceled here. So, like, um, I think some, like, sports games. I don't know how to say it right. But, like, th certain things like that. And I think there was um, some, like, like theater shows, like, bigger shows and things like that have been canceled. But I'm still seeing other things still happening, like bands playing and stuff like that. So I don't know where his is going to lie, especially in the coming months where everything is supposed to hit the fan after Christmas and New Year, I think people are, <sighs> they think it's going to be, you know, but then a lot of people are saying, well, it's going to like hit like this, the peak, and then it's going to like be done. But like, that's nice to say, I just feel so bad for Tony because I know he thrives on this stuff and his depression after his last cancellations and stuff. I just feel for him. And uh, I think he needs some painkillers. <laughs> So I just <laughs> opened up Instagram to see, and yeah, it, they they posted three days ago that January one and two were canceled, and then forty nine minutes ago they posted January four five are oh, also canceled, no. but they hope to see everyone in Detroit on the seventh. Okay, on my mom's. Birthday. I don't have a good feeling about any of this. Anyway, I feel for Tony, and I just hope that he's able to finish out the rest of his tour because I, you know, because he's a cool guy. He deserves to be yeah. happy. My God, this amount of pictures that are coming out. I'm going to have so much work just like going through our group chat like after we are done. Uh, I love so, it. Yeah. So they start talking about NFTs and there was a minute that I understood how it worked for a minute. I was like, I fucking get this now. And then it just out. Then David Huntsberger comes in and tries to explain stuff. And I'm like, I'm even more confused than I was before. Did it help you guys at all? Or could you even follow what the hell he was talking about? Well, I understood. Okay. I think, was he saying that you use your, okay. So you use real money to buy cryptocurrency and then buy NFTs with the cryptocurrency. Is that what you do? I thought NFTs were cryptocurrency. Yes. I have no idea. No, they're not cryptocurrency, um, but they're built on the same blockchain okay. as cryptocurrencies. So here's the thing. I have been hearing a lot about this and I don't know shit about it either, but someone described it like, well, remember how we used to buy CDs and now all of your music is digital? They're like, well, art, same thing. You used to buy paintings. Now you're just buying digital ones. So. <laughs> I get I understand. that part with the music, but then when you have money and you're buying stuff, I don't understand how it's worth anything. Right. So that's where I also have trouble because there are, someone said like, can you buy 
land or something, or I forget what they said, or a house right. or whatever in the digital world. And yes, there's something where there's like the, you can buy Beverly Hills, you know, property in the digital world and it's going for a ton of money, obviously. It just doesn't seem legal. It sounds like it's... You know what it sounds like? It sounds like, it sounds like when name a star after someone yep. and then they yes. give you a fucking certificate. 100%. Hey, you own this star. Yes, mm-hmm. and look up, the there's fuck? your star. Yeah, what the what, what can I do with this? I can't do shit yeah. with it. So he was saying that like, you know, eventually in the future, like maybe there's like a digital art museum and people can go see your piece of art in this digital museum. So this reminds me of that movie, Ready Player One, where like everyone is like living in a dystopian hellhole. We're stacked okay. on top of each other. And our only like escape is to put on a headset and tra- like go into this virtual world. Mm-hmm. Is that what the future is going to be like? Possibly. Like it's the present almost. But you know what? I'm glad I'll be dead before this happens because I don't want a fucking virtual house. I don't want virtual art. I barely want physical possessions. <laughs> I want to be able to get on a motorcycle or get in a car, drive right. around, do stupid shit and have fun. Like, I don't, I don't even like to... digital books. Look at behind me. I need physical <laughs> shit in my hands. Real stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Zip. You, so I'd, I don't know what is going on with all this stuff. And frankly, I don't care. I'm glad I'll be dead before it happens. <laughs> but maybe not. Like imagine if it's, if it's tomorrow. But okay, so the time I, I understood cryptocurrency was um, Adam Explains It All. He has an episode on it. I was able to follow along and I was like, okay, this makes sense. And then now I just totally forgot how it works. But so cryptocurrency to a point, I get it and I understand it. Right. But another thing that I have a problem with is everyone at work, all my idiot friends, they're buying these meme coins like Shiba (laughs) was one of them. And then there's like, Floki, there's all kinds of these stupid fucking anyone can make their own cryptocurrency. And these people, like Dogecoin is the big one. Mm-hmm. And everyone is like, I bought it at this price or whatever. And then I'm waiting until it gets to a dollar or whatever. And then I'm going to be rich. Who are you going to sell it to? Because all the rest of you dipshits are holding it until yeah. it gets right. to a dollar. Mm-hmm. So when it gets to a dollar and 98% of you try to sell, there's going to be no fucking buyers. It's like Beanie Babies all over again. It doesn't make any fucking sense. (laughs) And I can't wait for that bubble to burst because (laughs) I want to see everyone at work so disappointed. All their bubbles bursting. (laughs) Like a couple of weeks ago, there was like a big dip in all the cryptocurrencies and some people at work sold and lost money. And it's like, why would you sell when it dips with their paper hands? You got to have diamond hands hold till you get to a dollar, but no, they're fucking already jumping ship, you know? And this is what I'd love to see. Same. Like I said, with the Herman <laughs> Cain award, I love seeing people, you know, have to deal with the consequences of their stupid choices. Oh, yeah. Nobody's <laughs> going to buy poop coin. Okay. <laughs> I don't care that you have 30 trillion poop coins because no one, <laughs> If I can't go to the fucking store and buy a banana or four avocados with a poop coin, uh, then it's fucking worthless. And I don't need you dorks telling me that I'm wrong. Just be happy when you're a billionaire and I'm still working nine to five. Working nine to five. 
I mean, way to be. Dolly, Dolly makes it sound fun, doesn't she? She really does. Really I mean, it. the movie alone, I want to tie up my boss and turn it. Oh, R.I.P. Betty White, if fucking Dolly Parton dies. Oh, God. I mean, she's too young. There's Betty no White was 99.9. I mean, yeah, she died on the last day of the year, and it's like, shit, you almost made it to 100. But the weird thing is, is this is about the time you see all those memes for her birthday, and everyone's like, no, she didn't die, did she? And everyone's like, no, no, no. Now it's like, no, actually, this happened. Mm-hmm. Oh my, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know she was 99.9. That's like, it's like back in the day when I was like downloading illegal movies on Pirate Bay and it just got stuck at 99.9. Fucking delete. I just saw a meme um, of her like a week or so ago and it was like, Betty White is almost 100 years old. Protect her at all costs. I saw that too. And in my mind, when she did die, East Coast Gem was the one that told me and I'm like, whoa, 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 what? I'm like, I just saw a thing that she just turned 100. She's like, no, that was saying she was going to be 100, but that's going to be like in a couple weeks. I think it's January something. Of course, she's a Capricorn. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's classy that, that she went out on like the last day of the year. That and is at 99. Yeah. She's like, I don't need that shit. I don't need yeah. the 100. You're I'm, waiting for I'm me to be 100? Guess what? Peace out. I'm out. Oh, knock on wood. Next right. topic. Okay. So let's talk about resolutions. So Allison's been asking everybody on her Monday show and on... Thursday resolutions from the previous year and this year do you guys make resolutions do you have ones from last year how did that work out and where are you today okay if I were to have one and I'm not saying I'm doing it but I might try and do yoga once a week Ooh. okay um or like meditate maybe once I can't do it every day because I've already not been doing it um (laughs) but I wanted to get a little bit into yoga so maybe if I say you know at least a little bit once a week um and last year I didn't have a resolution the year before um it was to write letters or cards to strangers and I, I wanted to do it once a month and I did I probably did a total of more than 12 but I didn't, it didn't go all year. It was just like, as I, so I would look up, like I would Google like card showers that people were requesting where like someone is sad or a shut in and they, they want you to send them cards. So I would do those. And then I looked up like some children's hospitals would let you send cards. And so I I sent those. Oh, thanks. (laughs) But yeah, you sent a lot of cards to strangers, but now we're friends. So yeah yeah and I I mean I send cards to like friends too but it was it was fun to just try to brighten a stranger's day oh that's so sweet I like that one I didn't should do that one one again yeah I didn't even know there was a thing that you could do that without like just flipping through the phone book and just sending some to some stranger that's not even asking for it it's like hard to find it's like you'll google like card showers and like a lot of old like newspaper articles from like someone's like random local paper it'll be like you know John and Sharon's you know 50th wedding I sent I sent someone a 50th wedding anniversary card um like a 90th birthday card so people will like request it but it's always like in these random and you have to like check because sometimes it's like from 2017 or something but I don't know like there's probably an easier way to find 
people who want mail, but yeah, I just like you can go on the the jail websites and stuff and find some pretty sweet pen pals. (laughs) (laughs) No thanks. (laughs) Oh no, that's mean. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'll probably skirt that one too. Um, and okay, so that would be your this year's, last year's, little Rafi. Do you? Um. Last year, I don't think I made one. So let's pretend that my resolution was to live, laugh, love. Great um, one. And then for this year, it's going to be kill people, burn shit, fuck school. And also to um, do yoga more often. While so you're killing? Like during? Because <laughs> that'd be kind of a feat. Um, no, they're separate. Okay, well that's cool. I'm pretty sure you know what's cool about doing this show. It's the only thing is we can go back and because we talk about this every year, so we can see if we have resolutions. I know that I made, I made one a couple of years ago, and that was to start losing weight, and that's the one that I've like kept. Where like I'll start kind of going off, and then I'm, I'm back again. But usually I don't. I start thinking about it in like November for some reason, or like December, where I'm like, okay, I'm gonna start. Put, engaging the things that I want to do for next year before the new year even happens like start kind of getting into the habits of you know being healthier and not worrying about the fact that I'm not at the goal that I'm at and just be like I'm starting from today and like I want to lose this much weight or this many inches or whatever it is like it doesn't have to be whatever but so I'm continually doing that and I continually keep like you know it, it goes up and down but I keep, you know, going up and reaching my goals, which is cool. Take a lot longer than I um, had hoped, but that's okay. I'm not getting down on myself. Um, oh, last year, I know I made a resolution to not be a doormat and to start speaking up for myself. I have not done that. But I definitely, I wanted to get out of a toxic relationship and I've managed to mostly do that. And so I feel like that's growth. Me too. And you too. <laughs> I think you are a role model for me because I'm like, damn it, she's like on the fucking fast lane getting out of this shit. And I'm like, damn it. Um, and of Good course, you. some speed bumps, but it's been nice to just sort of, I mean, I think last year was like probably one of the worst years of my life in personally, but then like in the world, it's really sucked too. So like to have two layers of like real shitty years. And, but then at the end of the year, it's been nice to kind of, try and gain my own independence at least like physically <laughs> that yeah. is right and mentally just kind of like knowing what's better for me and actually so speaking up for myself in action not really actually saying things as much as I'd like to but actually this past couple of weeks I did speak up and say some things that I was just like I'm just going to be 100% honest and like say this and that and I'm like not worried about hurting your feelings and that so I have done a little bit but baby steps so in the new year, I'd like to do that more, speaking up for myself and not being a doormat and continue to lose weight and, and exercise more. I don't want to exercise because I love to exercise and I don't do it. And it's like, not like going to the gym, like boring shit, but like I've been dancing and singing a lot more at the house and I'd like to do more of that. Like going for walks it makes me happy. Oh, and reading all these things back here are little reminders of what I haven't done yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I did start a book. And um, it's sitting right here next to me. And I think I've read a couple of chapters. So yay. What is it? The Anarchist Cookbook. Well, that's a good one. 
You've read it then. Should we do a book? <laughs> it's the story of Mela Nurmi, the vampire actress. Dana Gould was friends with her towards the end of her life. And um, so hearing him talk about her, I'm like, she sounds pretty cool. And her story is pretty good. I like autobiographies over biographies. So that's the main thing I like to read. But sometimes it's hard to get into them. Oh, wait, Vampira? Yeah. I thought when you posted that book, wherever on Instagram or something, I thought that was Elvira. When you said she died, I was like, oh, oh shit, I thought she was alive. Yeah, You're different lady. Okay, yeah. never mind. They all look alike to me, Costanza. <laughs> she's the original Elvira. Elvira's biting on her. Come on. No, boy. She was in the worst movie ever made. We watched it. You slept through it, I'm pretty sure. Okay. She's in Plan 9. Okay. Okay. Anyway, um, yeah, so for the new year, I'd like to read and go on walks more. And um, the other thing is, I was looking back on the year as shitty as it was, I was looking through pictures and I had a pretty rad year too. Like coming out to Pennsylvania, going to Texas, I've been hanging out with friends a lot more. And it's like you have to find fun people to hang out with to like ride out the shitstorm. And I think that's what I'm going to do in the new year is just hang on to the good people and say fuck it to everybody else <laughs> yep yes fuck it's it. good um, you know yeah for me as someone who's like a bit introverted and doesn't like go out and hang out in big groups anyway i would say the past two years have been pretty pretty good tbh <laughs> i could agree with that like do you remember the first year that this happened everyone was like doing big zoom hangouts and yeah like, we would not be doing this otherwise mm-hmm, that's true so it, there's a lot of fun times to be I was had. looking back that too and looking at all the house parties and stuff and just right now it's like kind of depressing to be like oh let's do you want to do a zoom party i'm like that's not what you do anymore but like in the beginning, it was so awesome to connect with people that you wouldn't normally see or talk to as much. It was like you were seeing each other more almost. Mm-hmm. And it was it was super fun. Like we made it work and we'll make whatever this year has uh, to offer us work as well. Cause mm-hmm. we're used to this shit now. And um, I don't have high hopes. Like usually at the end of the year, I'm like new year, new everything is gonna be awesome. This year I was like, I'm not gonna anticipate it's gonna be amazing. I'm just going to like coast into it and just take the things that come at me you know as they come and just and uh, appreciate the little things or the big mm-hmm. things or the big things <laughs> um i did remember some uh very late shout outs also nina hartley hmm. and whitney and matt shout out to them because they have cool stuff going on they really do yeah. they're between you guys and them I feel like they are people that they're you're good role models for something for me to aspire to you guys show me that there's possibilities that love actually does exist yeah so on that note do we have anything else from Thursday nope (gasps) all right oh Wendy Molyneux screaming in her sleep I'm so worried about her and I hope I hope that it stops. That was an actual thing? Yeah. Oh my God. I think I started tuning out. I'm like, oh, they're in fright. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrifying for mm-hmm. everybody involved. She needs to, like she said for her new, her new year, she wants to maybe just have one job or like, you know, like cut it down. I don't know how she has th- 
3,000 kids and as much as she works, like, I don't know how that Young kids, yeah. And hearing her little son, Cosmo, first of all, come in and like the way she's so sweet and it's just like, man, I just want to witness how their household works because I can't understand it at all. She seems like the coolest, um, like super laid back and fun Yes, um, or but how? with that many yeah. kids and that much work, are you that laid back? Except for you're screaming in the middle of the night, so it's leading me to believe a lot of that stuff is internalized and now coming out at night. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm worried about her and I uh, I wish her better sleep and uh, better uh, awake time too. Whatever she needs, I hope she gets. <laughs> yes, I, I can agree with all of these things. All right, anything else from Thursday or are we shutting this down? Pull the plug. <laughs> Rip it like you're starting a mower. All right. Well, uh, if you'd like to be on the show, email BFFancast at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter at BFFancast and follow us on Instagram at BFFancast. In this new year, I'd like to post more pictures, videos, all of the questions that Whitney sends in. Rafi's shaking his head. Um, also join us in the Facebook group because that's a good place to actually be able to talk more, you know, not just the dumb pictures and videos that I'll be posting. Uh, Lil Rafi, where can we find you? Don't bother. You've already been found. She's sitting right next to you. Where can we find you, Lauren? Um, you can follow my mushroom Instagram, Lauren underscore loves underscore mushrooms. Um, or Lauren two by two for my personal stuff yep uh <laughs> you're a good follow because you always post like cute enduring happy things and also just seeing mushrooms is always a happy thing but like seeing the squirrels, oh, thank you your kids it's always it's always fun to see into your life it's good that you're not so private with it thank you i love your <laughs> posts too lisa oh, on the bff and your own <laughs> oh yeah, yeah not just all the cheersing that i'm doing <laughs> i love it all <laughs> I realize like I post a lot of cheers and people probably think I'm an alcoholic and I don't really care about that but I for me like I post that like it's like a small moment it's one of those things that I is celebrating the little moments and that really is what it's all about it's just like cheers. no I love it and I, yeah yeah because I'm trying to have a good time in my life now try anyway all right BFFs you truly are the fucking best thank you and happy new year <laughs>